0: welcome to the swike podcast the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs careers and life the swike podcast the stuff i wish i knew earlier hi everyone and welcome to the swike stuff i wish i knew earlier the podcast I thought I'd do a bit of a series on some of the Swike tools. So some of the tips and tricks and uh, approaches that have helped me throughout my own uh, personal development journey. So for today's tool, I thought we'd go into choice. Now, it may not seem like a a typical uh, tool, uh, but uh, I I believe that having the ability to make a choice is uh, really important. And I think J.K. Rowling uh, sums it up best where she has a quote that says, uh, it is our choice uh, that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. Well, that that was actually Dumbledore saying it to Harry Potter, uh, but J.K. Rowling definitely penned that. Um, so one of the thoughts are, well, aren't, aren't we always choosing, aren't we always making decisions in our day? Well, yes and no. So there's research out there that shows that about 40% of what we do out there are habits. Those are things that have been pre-programmed that was a choice way back when, but because we did decided to do it again and again and again, then it turned into a habit. So uh, more than half of what we do out there uh, is not really a choice. It's not something we proactively do, Some not something that we actively think about. It's just something that gets done. And uh, I I draw from a quote from uh, Viktor Frankl, who says, uh, between stimulus and response, there is a space, and in that space is our power to choose our response, and in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So for those that know Viktor Frankl, he wrote uh, Man's Search for Meaning, and he was uh, one of the survivors of the Holocaust. And he found that out of the survivors, the ones that uh, had a purpose, had a meaning, and thought of their choices and the things they were doing uh, had a far better chance of surviving. And you can either take a look at a situation and feel that it's uh, f- for you or uh, against you. And for those to actually uh, automatically um, have those feelings of, oh, this is going to be horrible. It's not going to work. It's uh, going to be uh, something negative and not going to be helpful. Well, that's probably what's going to propagate throughout your life. Um, So if you think about uh, all the stimulus, all the stuff that happens to you, it's neither good nor bad. It's your perception and your choice of of the meaning that you assign to it that really makes all the difference. And uh, sometimes those thoughts uh, are automatic and sometimes they're thoughtful. Something that you actually take time to to, uh, take a look at. So that's that little space that uh, uh, Viktor Frankl talks about, right? So um, I, I like to use one one of the approaches, I call it the, the Saint-Far uh, approach. So uh, with a stimulus, something that happens, there's a thought that happens, right? Uh, and from that thought drives a feeling and that feeling turns into an action and that action gets you your result. So if you think about uh, everything that you, you've ever achieved, it was as a result of, of a thought, right? And the thing is, uh, if that thought was automatic, <laughs> then uh, it's something that was habitual and you don't even know that you were uh, making that decision. Um, And if it's something that's thoughtful, well, that's a conscious decision to make a make a choice into doing something that potentially serves you or not. Right. So going back to choice as a tool, well, are you making active, proactive choices to become the best version of you to have that life that you've always wanted? and those choices, they're, they're not uh, necessarily easy, right? So there's research out there that we have upwards of like 50,000 thoughts in a day, right? Um, some of those thoughts uh, are automatic. Some of them are choices that we that made as a result of, of stimulus. Uh, and if you think of those, um, th- those thoughts as uh, little ants, right? So uh, Dr. Daniel Amen has uh, coined the term ants as uh, automatic negative thoughts, right? So you'll have these uh, 50,000 of them in, in your head. Well, not all of them are negative. Um, not all of them are ants. But if you can think of, uh, if you've been predisposed to have a lot of negativity in your life, um, then those ants are, are crawling around all in your head, maybe 50,000 every day, uh, half of it. So if you take 40% of that, 20,000 ants every day that are accumulating in, in your head right? So those choices that you made in in the past have uh, created one ant, right? Uh, And then that automatic choice uh, creates uh, two ants in the future, and then three, and then it automatically accumulates. And now what was previously a choice is now a belief that you end up doing, whether it's that uh, you're not smart enough, and you get stuck in a fixed mindset, whether it's that uh, you can't possibly uh, get that job or, or that promotion or make enough money or find the love of your life or whatever it is, it's oftentimes a, a choice that have has manifested itself and reinforced itself uh, often in a negative way that limits you, right? So m- my thought is, can you break that choice? And uh, can you turn that, uh, n- those negativity into uh, positivity in order to get what you want, right? So, and, and those negative feelings, it's not about not feeling them, right? Because oftentimes what people want to do is uh, let me get rid of ants. And every time I uh, think of myself feeling something negative, let me not do that. Well, that's probably one of the most challenging things that you can do because uh, humans are meant to feel, right? Uh, that That's part of being a mammal and part of our evolution. And what makes us uh, human is that rational thinking uh, above that. But that human uh, portion, that feeling portion is, is something that we can't uh, get rid of. So we, we want to feel the emotions because those emotions are information. It's our body telling us something is not right. It's something that needs to be addressed. uh, Something that uh, needs to uh, that we need to learn, right? So if you can allow yourself to feel those emotions, right, then you can pretty much do anything. Because if you think about it, what is an emotion? It's a sensation. It's it's a vibration in your body. It's whether you feel sad, right? What what is sad actually? Well, you might feel. a little less energy. You might feel maybe a, like a tightness in your chest. Maybe for some of you, it's like sweaty palms. Maybe it's um, your, your face kind of drooping a little bit about that. But um, that's it. Right? It's just vibrations and sensations in your body, right? Uh, and if you allow yourself to actually feel those emotions and address, okay, what what do I have to learn from uh, what my body is telling me? It, it means that, oh, uh, I, I lost someone that was close to me. So uh, for the next person, I need to cherish them and and enjoy uh, every single moment that I have with them. So did you learn that lesson? Uh, Or will you continually feel sad until your body realizes, oh yes, uh, you really need to uh, cherish people around you so that uh, you you can um, appreciate the 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 sentiment of the loss that you have because if if you're sad by something that means you're probably happy about something else previously so learning from your emotions and really being able to feel it the more that you can actually sit with your emotions uh, as if it was a companion with you on your journey uh, the easier it will be for you to uh, kind of progress along with your life and it's not necessarily about being just positive, right? And always being happy. It's really feeling those emotions, right? And and sitting there and allowing yourself to be sad, right? And it could be 25% of the time, even 50% of the time, you could be sad. But allowing yourself to uh, deal with those emotions and then moving on from them and saying, okay, I had this emotion. Why? Uh, what do I need to learn from it? What can I do instead? And, and how can I uh, move myself in a way that serves me, right? So... When you start thinking from the negative and moving yourself into the positive, you need to understand whether you can actually do things about it, right? So there are things around you that are happening, right? And some of it is in your sphere of influence, right? So those are the things that you can do something about, right? You have a small sphere of influence, right? But then you have this other sphere of concern, a much bigger sphere that you've heard something about, Uh, whether it be uh, COVID or government issues or uh, all sorts of issues that are happening around the world, around your your country, your city, whatever it is. But can you actually do anything about that? So if you can't do anything about it, well, then don't worry about it. And if you can do something about it, well, figure out when. Do you want to do something about it right now or maybe tomorrow or sometime later? Um, But if you can get ready to let go of those things that are outside of your sphere of influence and only of your sphere and concern, Oftentimes it's good to know about them, but if you can't do anything about it, why bother? Uh, So oftentimes the serenity prayer um, comes to mind. And whether you're religious or not, it it doesn't really matter. But the way the prayer goes, it says, uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I can't, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? And that's the key part where oftentimes we're so stressed uh, and, and we put ourselves in such a bad situation because we are focused on those things of concern but not necessarily focus on what we can influence right so a couple of tips and techniques that i would encourage you to think about is things like meditation and mindfulness so incorporating that within your day five minutes of quiet time uh, even a minute doing a body scan so feeling uh, your body so imagining that there's a laser at the and going from the top to the bottom of your, of, uh, your, your head all the way down to the, your toes and feeling every part so feel the hairs on your head feel your forehead Feel your eyebrows, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, chin, neck, shoulders, your back, down the small of your back, past your hips, past your thighs, past your knees, past your calves, past your ankles, past your feet, to your toes. And you can wiggle them back up your feet, ankles, calves, knees thighs, hips, lower back, upper back, shoulders, neck, chin, mouth, nose, eyes, eyebrows, and all the way to the hair on your head. And maybe they start tingling, right? And by doing that, uh, you can start increasing that space. Every time that you become more present, then you're able to stop yourself a little bit, sooner, a little bit faster and say, OK, am I going through one of those automatic, potentially negative responses or one of those automatic and, and or one of those more thoughtful um, processes where you're actually thinking about what is uh, what what can I do about this? Right. Uh, another thing, uh, especially those who are uh, having to deal with a lot of emotion is the five minute rule. Right. Not the five second rule, uh, but the five minute rule. So whenever something frustrates you, whenever you're angered about anything, whenever anything saddens you. Right. You have five minutes and let it all out. Right? You can cry, you can punch, you can scream, you can do whatever it is that that needs to be done. But you have five minutes. So setting a timer and letting yourself go, like uh, go out there, punch, kick, scream, whatever it is. Uh, hopefully you're in a nice safe spot where you're not uh, hurting yourself. But after five minutes, it's done. Then it goes into problem solving mode and saying, okay, what can I do about it? Right? Because you want yourself to feel right? You don't want to restrict those feelings, but at the end of the day, just feeling won't necessarily help you. Uh, you want to say, okay, what do I have to learn from these feelings, these emotions that I have, and what can I do about it, right? And another exercise, and the last one I'll go through, is reprogramming yourself, right? And uh, thinking of yourself like a computer. So what choices do you want to make? So uh, reflecting on your day, your week, your month, and saying, okay, this is what I had done. So whether it's a negative emotion or or a negative choice or something that didn't serve you and then draw a line and on the other side what would you want to do instead so that the next time it happens this is what you want to pre-program yourself to, to do and what you did what do you want to do instead what you did what you want to do instead and create a whole list of that and then start imagining yourself in that next moment so whatever you uh, did imagine okay when is the next time I might encounter that okay what am I going to make sure that I do instead what are some of the triggers that I might make sure to to, to do uh, in that moment. So those are a couple of tricks and and and, and tools that I hope that w- will help you. Um, mindfulness, meditation, uh, f- the five-minute rule, and reprogramming yourself. And at the end of the day, leveraging choice and knowing that everything is a choice and it's really up to you to decide. So thanks for joining me in this episode of the Swike Podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L U K I D A N U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.